Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 1493, Myths and Misconceptions About Financial Independence and Early Retirement, part two, by J.D. Roth of GetRichSlowly.org. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. This is the show where I narrate posts from a wide variety of personal finance blogs. We cover so much on this show from saving to investing to debt reduction and more. So thank you for joining me today and every day. Are you loving Optimal Finance Daily? Why not share with a friend today? Invite them to join the party by sending them a link to oldpodcast.com. And while they're there, they can check out our five other shows on topics like personal development, health, and relationships. Today's post is actually a continuation from yesterday. So if you're new here, I'd recommend listening to yesterday's episode first. But if you're all caught up, let's hear part two and continue optimizing your life. Myths and Misconceptions About Financial Independence and Early Retirement, part two, by J.D. Roth of GetRichSlowly.org. Financial Independence is a Get-Rich-Quick Cult. My brain has grown numb from the people who call the FIRE movement a cult. It's not a cult. There's no leader. There's no rule book. There isn't even collective agreement on many of the core concepts. Seriously, you should see the arguments in the Financial Independence subreddit. The FIRE movement is a loose collection of like-minded folks who are all pursuing similar aims. They want to save enough that they can quit their day jobs and pursue more meaningful lives. Now, it's true that fire folks can exhibit cult-like qualities. They're enthusiastic about the subject, so they can be evangelical and want to share with people they meet. They use a lot of jargon, which is unfortunate. They tend to lead unconventional lives, eschewing a lot of what most people consider normal. I downsized from a fancy 1,800-square-foot penthouse condo, for instance, to a quirky 1,100-square-foot country cottage. They tend to hang out with each other, both online and in the real world. It's also true that the FIRE movement is indeed about getting rich quickly, or quick-ish anyhow, but this isn't a bad thing. Typically, when we talk about get-rich-quick schemes, we mean shady enterprises that are somehow meant to trick people and or build wealth by cutting corners. These schemes are scams. They offer promises that cannot possibly be fulfilled. Financial independence isn't a scam. It's math. There's nothing shady about it. It's simply the process of putting existing tools to use in a highly efficient manner so that you can make the numbers work in your favor. Most folks save five to 10% of their income. Aggressive financial advisors urge their clients to save 20%. People in the FIRE movement have saving rates of 50% or higher. There's nothing scammy about saving more of your own money. Financial independence is only possible through privilege and luck. During the past year, a new myth has reared its ugly head. 
and it's a myth that gets me riled up. Some have begun to argue that financial independence and early retirement are only options for folks blessed by privilege or luck. Better yet, both. The point of these pieces, whether explicit or implied, is that preaching the power of personal responsibility is misguided, that we should instead focus on the big picture in order to improve economic opportunity for people. I agree that privilege and luck do make it easier for some folks to achieve their financial goals than others. I, as a white man, have enjoyed benefits that other demographics have not, and systemic poverty is a real problem. Fundamentally, there are barriers that make it extremely difficult for certain people to succeed. I think it's great that there are people out there who want to prioritize a fight for public policy that leads to increased wealth for more people. Having said that, I also value personal responsibility. I'm not going to mince words here. Those who deny the power of self-determination are full of bullshit. No, agency isn't going to be equally effective for every person. Some who take action will enjoy better results. Some people are starting from much better positions than others. And bad things will happen. They happen to everyone. But I believe strongly that individual action is always the most effective way for any given individual to better her circumstances. In fact, action beats inaction is one of the fundamental tenets of my financial philosophy. It's so frustrating to hear people argue that personal action doesn't work. They're wrong. And what they're doing without realizing it, I think, is giving people permission to do nothing about their circumstances instead of resolving to take responsibility. Here's the thing that really bugs me though. This is a false dichotomy. It's not either or. These aims aren't mutually exclusive. You can pursue both systemic change and personal responsibility at the same time. That's how I've tried to live my life, and that's how many others in the FIRE movement live theirs. I believe that those who argue solely for policy change are just as misguided as those who argue solely for personal responsibility. Privilege and luck play a hand in the FIRE movement, yes. But from my experience chatting with hundreds of early retirees over the past decade, more folks find financial independence through deliberate efforts to save more and spend less than through the whims of fate. Some will dismiss my response here simply because I'm a white guy. Fortunately, the message of self-determination is prominent in all demographic groups because it's important. For instance, check out the wealth choice, success secrets of black millionaires from Dennis Kimbrough or a Latina's guide to money by Eva Macias. Same message, different delivery vehicles. Financial independence means never working again. It's a persistent myth that when somebody retires early, she'll never work again. People think that once you achieve financial independence, you transition to an indolent life of luxury. Beaches, martinis, pedicures, personal assistance. This simply isn't so. In nearly every case I know, folks who achieve FIRE maintain their existing lifestyle. In fact, that's usually the goal. People on the path to financial independence generally make a deliberate decision to save enough to fund their current way of life. That's the explicit aim. Only a handful of people want to live large after early retirement. Plus, many people do choose to work in early retirement, just as many choose to work after traditional retirement. The so-called internet retirement police want to argue that if you work, you aren't retired. But this is bullshit. This has never been the definition of retirement. Work gives people purpose. It offers meaning. It lets them do good work that improves their community and the world. 
And sure, work provides additional income. There's nothing wrong with that. If anything, earning more in retirement is a smart risk mitigation measure. But mostly, the jobs we take after reaching financial independence help us to fend off ennui. I always use myself as an example when tackling this subject. I have enough saved that I don't have to work again if I don't want to. And in fact, I took some time off for a couple years to do nothing. But you know what? A life of leisure isn't it's all cracked up to be. It turns out that writing about money makes me happy. It brings me fulfillment and gives me a reason to get up every morning. I'm reminded of the end of one of my favorite TV shows, The Good Place. Spoiler alert, our main characters reach the quasi heaven of the afterlife, where every wish is fulfilled and life is perfect. But they're surprised to find that the existing population of The Good Place is anything but happy. The residents are numb. They're bored. Why? Because having it all doesn't mean anything without context. To be continued. You just listened to part two of the post titled Myths and Misconceptions About Financial Independence and Early Retirement by J.D. Roth of GetRichSlowly.org. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. I really hope you're enjoying this rant as much as I am. I think another reason why fire looks like a cult is because many people who resonate with the movement form an identity around it. And having a sense of identity can help guide behaviors and build habits. So for example, let's say you want to complete a marathon. If you identify as a runner rather than someone who is trying to run, you're more likely to meet your goal. You will get up in the morning and run because you're a runner. That's just what you do. And the natural consequence of that running habit is completing the marathon. Fire is similar because when you identify as part of the movement and surround yourself with other people who do the same, you're more likely to prioritize saving and investing. And so reaching financial independence is going to be a natural consequence of that habit. To add to JD's point about it not being a get-rich-quick scheme, 
Keep in mind that the speed of fire is not driven by any magic button when it comes to investing. Many of us are investing in low-fee total market index funds or real estate, exactly the same types of investments that other people are making for traditional retirement. The speed comes from the savings rate, plain and simple. And I'll say this about privilege. I don't see FIRE as a solution to systemic poverty, and I don't think it's trying to be. The content that has that pick yourself up by your bootstraps tone is targeted at people who can do better, but choose not to. Discovering the FIRE movement showed me how much I was wasting my privilege, and I know I can't be the only one. That's another episode and weekend of Optimal Finance Daily in the books. Thank you for your support and for listening every day. I'll be back to finish up this post on Monday. So have a great rest of your weekend and I'll catch you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.